With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Sota Daf Lamed Zayin. We begin at the bottom of Lamed Vav Mebez 36b. Two lines from the bottom. Yehuda Mahi. The question here is, what was it that Yehuda did, the Kiddush Hashem, the sanctification of God's name that he did, that caused him to have his name be completely uh, included in the name of Hashem, or Hashem's name is included in his name? Mahi, what is it? The Tanya we learned in Abraisa. Hayya Reb Meir Aymer. Reb Meir used to say, Kishamdi Yisrael al Hayam. When the people of Israel were standing at the Sea of Reeds, the, the tribes were fighting with each other. This one was saying, I want to be the one that's going into the water first. Into the, into the sea. And this one was saying, no, I should go into the sea first to, to fulfill the word of Hashem. The tribe of Benjamin jumped in. And they went down into the sea first. Shnemar, as the verse says, There, Benjamin, the young one, Roydeim, what does it mean? Don't read it, Roydeim, Ela, Rod, Yom. That they went down into the sea. And the princes of Judah, so they were stoning them. Shnemar, as the verse says, The princes of Judah stoned them. Meaning they were upset, they wanted to go down to be the first ones into the sea. Therefore, because of this act that the tribe of Benjamin did, they were the first ones to jump in the sea. Therefore, it was in their portion that Hashem placed the Kodesh HaKadosh and the Holy of Holies. That's what we're talking about. Ushpizchan means they were the, the hospitable ones. For Gvura, Gvura is reference to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Shanemar, as the verse says, Between their shoulders shall the Divine Presence dwell. So wait, before we say So what do we see from here? The Yehuda also was, the tribe of Yehuda was also very anxious to do it. They were really ready to do it, if not for the fact that Benjamin, the Benjamin jumped in first. So because of that Kiddush Hashem that Yehuda made, therefore they were the ones whose name includes Hashem's name. Amar le Rabbi Huda. So Rabbi Huda said back, This is not the story. That's not how it went. This one was saying, this, each tribe was saying, I'm not going to be first. And this one was saying, I'm not going to be first. So Nachshan, the son of Aminadav, jumped in. And he went in first. The verse says, I was surrounded by the denials of Ephraim, meaning the rest of the people of Israel, but Mirma Beis Israel, the deceit of the people of Israel, meaning nobody wanted to jump in. The Yehuda Oid Rod Imkel. However, Yehuda went down with God. Allah Mefarish Bekabala, and about him is it explained in Tehillim. Save me, Hashem, for I've come into the waters. Ad Nafesh, they've come up almost to kill me. I've been drowned in a deluge, and I have no one to hold me up. Vigomer, etc. So, Nachshon ben Amindadav, who was from the tribe of Yehuda, so he was the one who jumped in first, according to this Rabbi Yehuda, interestingly. And so therefore, that's why, because of that Kiddush Hashem, the sanctification, therefore, since no one else wanted to do it, and he did it, someone from the tribe of Yehuda, they all jumped in, I guess, afterwards. And therefore, that's the Zchus, the merit, why they were called the name of Yehuda, that includes Hashem's name. Now the Gemara continues, This is again going on Nadav. Let, let me not 
be overcome by this deluge of water, nor be swallowed up by the depths, etc. But at that time, so Moses was praying this long prayer. So Hashem says to him, My dear ones are drowning in the sea. And you're saying prayers in front of me, you're saying long prayers. So he says, Hashem, what am I supposed to do? Hashem responds, Speak to the people of Israel, and let them travel. And you lift up your staff, and spread it out over the sea, and the sea will split. Because of this, so Yehuda was Zochah, they merited to have the rulership over the people of Israel. Shanamar, as the verse says, Haisa Yehuda Yehuda became holy. Yisrael Mamshalaisav, over the people of Israel, is its dominion. Matam Haisa Yehuda what's the reason why Yehuda, Judah, became holy? Yisrael Mamshalaisav. And the people of Israel are its dominion. Because the sea split and ran away from him, from Yehuda, from Nachshon ben Aminadov. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, I mean, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov says, Levi, Lamata, that Levi was below, meaning in the valley, during the time of Yehoshua, Har Grizim, Har Evil, Shekfar Nemar Lamala, because the verse already says that they were above. Meaning they were on the mountain. You can't say that they were above. Because the verse elsewhere says that they were below. Okay, so, so how did this work? So the elders of the priests and the Levites, they were below. The rest, they were above. Whoever was fitting to serve in the base of English between the ages of 30 and 50, so they were below. Everyone else was above. Rabbi Oimeh, Rabbi says, Everyone was below. They were standing. Meaning everyone, including the people of Israel, everyone, they weren't actually standing upon the mountain. They would turn their face towards Hagrizim. And they would say the blessing. They would turn towards Hagrizim. And they would say the curse. May A, from where do we know indeed that this is true, that they were not actually on the mountain? Because the verse says, Al. Al seems to mean it's on. So the Gemara says, Al besamoch. Al here means next to. Kidatanya, as we learned in the Brisa, Venasata al hamareches. It says it's a place on top of the Mizbeach, on the altar, on the, the wood that's there. Levoina zaka. A pure frankincense. Rebbe Yomer, Al Besamach. Rebbe says it doesn't mean actually on top of it, but rather next to. Atomer Al Besamach, you're telling me that it's telling me that it needs to be next to it. Al Mamish, maybe it means that it has to be literally on top. From the fact that the verse says the paroches, which was the curtain between the holy and the holy of holies, it says that you would have this, this paroches, this curtain, over, or it seems to be on top of, the Aaron on top of the Ark, have you Aimer al Basamach? And it can't be on top because it was actually a divining curtain. So rather it means next to. So from here we see that the word Al can also mean next to. So so to over here by the Mareches, by the frankincense, and so to over here by Har Grizim and Har Evil, it doesn't mean they actually were on the mountain, but rather next to the mountain. Havchu Pinem Klape Har Grizim, Bracha. We said that uh, they turned their faces towards Har Grizim and they started to say the blessing, Chula, etc. Tanarabana, we learned in Abraisa. Baruch Bechlal, Baruch Befrat. We had general blessings and specific blessings. Ar bechlal, we had general curses. Ar befran, we had specific curses. Lilmaid ulalamid lishmar velasais. And each one of these was split actually into four different parts. One was to teach, I'm sorry, to learn. 
and then to teach, to keep it, and to do it. All four aspects. Harei, we turn the page to Lamazainam Abayz, 37b. So we have Arba, we have four. For Lilmar, Lilamid, Lishmar, Lasais. We have Arba, the Arba. Now you have for each of the two of Lilmaid Ulalamid, so you have four of each of those. You have the bracha, the blessing, and the curse, and you have bichlal, a general thing, and bifrat, a specific thing. So therefore we have eight. Shmaina Ushmaina. Then we have another eight for Lishmor Velasais. So the Haresheshisra. So we have sixteen. So we also had a similar type of idea at Harsinai, this type of blessing and curse. And we also had this at Arvus Moab when, when Moshe Rabbeinu was teaching the whole nation all of the Torah. So they also had the blessings and the curses there as well. Shanemar, as the verse says, These are the words of the covenant that Hashem commanded Moshe. So that's actually right after this whole concept that we have that we're commanded in in Joshua's times that they're going to come to Haragrizim and Harevil, they're going to have the blessings and the curses. So we connect it also to Moshe Rabbeinu's times as well. And elsewhere it says, that not only in regards to Sinai at Sana was there the blessings and the curses, but also at Arvus Moab when Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking for the last time right before he's about to pass away, there was also the blessings and the curses. So if you multiply 16 times 3, so you get 48 covenants. I'll call mitzvah u mitzvah on every single commandment of the Torah. Rabbi Shimon moitzi hagrizim har evil umachnes oil moid shabemidbar. Rabbi Shimon says we don't count hagrizim har evil because we didn't actually go through all of the commandments there. There were only twelve different things that we said there, and instead he replaces the third one with oil moid that when they inaugurated the mishkan, the sanctuary shabemidbar in the wilderness, so they also went through all of these blessings and curses. This would seem to be similar to another argument, the Tani we have in Abraisa. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, When Moshe Rabbeinu was on Har Sinai, so he got the general rules, however, the specific rules he got in the actual sanctuary, Hashem spoke to him and told him all the specifics in the sanctuary. Rabbi Kiva says, He got all of the general rules and the specific rules at Har Sinai, at, the, at Mount Sinai. And he went over them in the sanctuary, and they went over them a third time at Arvus Moav, right when he was about to pass away. Every single mitzvah that we find in the Torah had 48 different covenants. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Ishkvar Akai Omar, Mishim Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, the son of Yehuda, the man of the, of the town of Akko, he said in the name of Rabbi Shimon, Every single mitzvah in the Torah, it has, it has these 48 uh, covenants multiplied by 603,550. So we come out with for every single Jew, that every single Jew had 603,550. Now, what this means is that according to Rabbi Shimon, 
So each and every Jew, besides for having an arvos, for being responsible for one another, there's also an arvos on the arvos, meaning we're responsible for everyone else's responsibility. Meaning I have to make sure, not only do I have to make sure that you do the mitzvos, but I also have to make sure that you are taking care of making sure that other people do the mitzvos. So therefore, each person, besides for the mitzvah, so he has an arvos, he has a responsibility to make sure others do, do the mitzvah. So you have 613 times 48 times 603,550 because you have a responsibility to make sure that every single person is responsible for everyone else. That's what Rabbi Shimon says. What's the difference between them? Amar Masharshia, Arva, the Arva, the Arva. So Rabbi Masharshia says, besides for having Arevos, besides for having responsibility, you also have a responsibility to make sure everyone else is responsible for everyone else. That's what the difference is between them. Darsh Rabbi Yehuda ben Nachmeni, Rabbi Yehuda the son of Nachmeni, said the following, Joshua Mitorgamine, she was the guy who would say out loud the drushes of Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish would say quietly. He was the Maturgaman. I'm sorry. All of the different curses that we're talking about are specifically speaking about cases that are a result of some kind of new, some kind of adulterous relationship. So, cursed is somebody who will make any kind of idol. But or Sakila, it's enough to just give him a curse. He's done something. He's kafir be'ikar. He has gone against God himself. So this is case is not specifically speaking about the person himself, but rather it's going and saying a curse to someone who causes this to happen. How? This is somebody who has relations with someone that creates a mamzer, a bastard. ben, and they had a child. And because he was a mamzer, so he can't marry a regular Jew. He can't find anyone to marry, so he goes amongst the non-Jews for Avad Avodes Kachavim, and he served some kind of idolatry. So Arurin Avivimah Shazet Shakach Garmulo. So accursed is the mother and the father of this child who has nowhere to go, and therefore he ends up doing Avodazar, he ends up doing idolatry because of his irresponsible parents. Tanarabanu, we learn in Brisa. We said that you shall place the blessing on Mount Grizim and the curse on Mount Abel. What does this teach us? If this is just to teach us that there's going to be a blessing on Har Grizim and a curse on Har Evil, he says, shall go up to bless the nation on Har Grizim. And these will stand on the curse, but Har Evil on Har Evil. So why does he have to say it again? This is to teach you that you have the blessing first. You might think that first you say all of the blessings, and then you say all of the curses. That's why the verse says, Bracha and Klala. Bracha achas, koidemis leklala. That first you say the blessing, and then you say its opposite curse. But you don't have all the blessings first, and then all of the curses. This also connects the blessings to the curses. To teach us, that just like the curses happen, they're said by the Levites, so to the Levites say the blessings. Just like the, the curses are said out loud, so too the blessings are said out loud. Just like the curses have to be said in the Hebrew tongue, so to the blessings have to be said in Hebrew. Just like each curse, we say a general curse in a specific curse, so to the blessings have to be said generally and specifically. Just like in regards to the curse, everyone has to answer and say Amen, we agree. So to when it comes to the blessings, everyone has to answer and say, I agree. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Daf.